Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Awake Podcast. On this episode, we have our new friend, Angela Duncan. We are gonna be talking about what's going on in our country right now. We're gonna be talking about her book, Focus. We're gonna be talking about her radio show, which we had the privilege of, of being a part of on Blackout Tuesday. And so I'm excited to have this conversation. Jen and I can't wait to, fill, to invite you to this conversation. I know you're gonna enjoy it. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe to all of our podcasts. Okay, well, welcome to the Awake Podcast. We are here with our new friend, Angela Duncan. I'm Kat, your host. I'm Jen, your co-host. Or host. Host. Yeah. We're hostesses. We're hostesses. With the mostess. Um, We're really excited to have you here, Angela. We are going to have a very fun conversation and really kind of a continuation of what we started on Tuesday. So we had the opportunity to go to your radio show on Blackout Tuesday, which didn't even know was a thing until we were on the way there. You, I didn't even realize that was when y'all came. Yeah, yes. and so she's telling sure me. what? Yeah, which is so cool uh, because we had a great conversation and yeah. got lots of positive feedback. And um, and we had we had asked you to come mm-hmm. and scheduled you to be here this week long ago. Same. Yeah. And uh, and I thank God it's a setup. And it I'm is. glad that you're here. Totally. And we're going to have conversation about what's going on with you, Angela, mm-hmm. what's going on <clears throat> in the country, and, um, and whatever else you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful that... I don't even know how many months ago that was that you and I met. Oh, yes. That God... Last year. That was yeah, a year ago. That was a that, year ago. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. That God mm-hmm. created that connection we were talking about. We just like had this... I don't know. It was like, yeah. I could be your friend. Yeah. You, you know? sat right next to me. Yeah. And we were looking at each other and laughing yeah. and just... Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And so when Kat, Kat actually said, hey, should we have Angel on the show? And I was like, that would be amazing. And just to be able to reconnect with you yes. and then to see how it was all orchestrated for such a time as this. I mean, I thought it was my idea, but I don't think it was my no. idea. Not at all. Man, I mean, look. It, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I, told Kat, <laughs> totally. I told Kat on the way home from, from your show, like how honored I feel to be part of what God is doing Amen. to bring change. Like Amen. that we were in a moment that the Holy Spirit orchestrated. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's really amazing. So. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's very mm-hmm. overwhelming. Um, we met you at City Point, mm-hmm. which is the home church of Julie and Eddie yes. Woods. And um, Eddie's not our pastor, but he pastors so many people in yes, our life and friend. so many people that um, he's leading. And so today is really special because he uh, is having heart surgery today yeah. and getting his new heart. And so we just wanted to recognize that yes. and say, Pastor Eddie, one day maybe you'll listen to this and we love you and we're yes. for you and yeah. we're believing for an incredible recovery yes. and um, we're believing for healing and peace for the for the. Um, family that that lost their loved one yeah um, but we believe your heart is designed for you and that mm-hmm. it is going to be a heart that continues to change lives and that it'll come mm-hmm. into alignment with your body and so we're excited to be able to say that yeah that, that was so cool that you were here mm-hmm. on this morning mm-hmm. yep. the Once morning again. the morning where we where we get to talk about where we met which is yeah i don't know just i love it Very and cool. then yeah god is so intentional yes he is. i always say that he's so intentional <laughs> there's nothing by accident someone told does. me there's yeah. not a the word coincidence is not in the hebrew language wow mm-hmm. i have a friend that is very um she that it's a church that i know very well one of the ladies that was actually on the podcast not too long ago and they 
are very Hebrew roots, mm-hmm. you know, and their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, and they do a lot of uh, teaching on that. And she said, there's not the word coincidence is not in the Hebrew language. And I was that's like, wow, really interesting. That, that is. is. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's very so, yeah, cool. God is very intentional. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell us, give us the highlights on Angela Duncan. <laughs> Cause you're a writer. Uh-huh. You're a podcaster. Yes. You're a radio host. Uh-huh. You're a mom. All of that. Wife. All minister. of that. Tell us what else. What did I miss? <laughs> oh, girl. I'm tired. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> she's, a, she's a night owl. Not I'm a, a night owl. Person. No, I'm not a morning person. We had this conversation before we went, went live. Mm-hmm. But uh, all of those things. And it's amazing. But more importantly, in this season, I'm learning that I'm a daughter mm-hmm. of the Most High. God has really used COVID-19 to teach me because I had to sit still. I had to, I did, I wasn't able to go to church and do church, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. all the things, the checking off the boxes. Oh, I went to Wednesday night. Oh, I did this. Yeah. I did that. I was at home and mm-hmm. I couldn't do all those things that sometimes we think make us right in the eyes of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he taught me during that time, just really, I mean, he really solidified for me what it meant to be a daughter, just to be in him. Mm-hmm. And just that he loves me just because I'm, I'm his. Mm-hmm. And it's not about what I do. It's not about checking the boxes. It's just because he's good. And so right. um, I have learned to, I'm learning, should I say, to take on the role of daughter of the most high, mm-hmm. daughter of the king, and to learn to just sometimes rest and just chill at his feet. So good. Yeah, that's huge. That's all I got. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but that's good. And, and I think sometimes because because of um, where what COVID provided, yeah, uh, which was some solitude, yeah, and to an opportunity to shut out the noise, and you don't mm-hmm. feel bad about it because everything's canceled. Everything. Yeah. So there's canceled. like this freedom to yeah. just sit and and lean in and yeah. listen and. Uh, same for me. Mm-hmm. I, I I know that it has impacted a lot of people in a horrible way. Um, yeah. And and I don't. Definitely. I'm not dismissive of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But for me, it's been wonderful. It really has. It's been wonderful. It really has. Um, I had the same experience, and I know it was bad for a lot of people, like you said. And so I'm not in any way minimizing that, but. My children have been at home, you know, for the whole, you know, I stopped teaching. I used to be an educator and I stopped teaching when I had my first child and uh, they've been home the entire time. And so being home, (laughs) my son goes to school, but my daughter hasn't started yet. But so, but he still was used to being home. So Mm -hmm. being home for him wasn't like a huge deal. Like those first, like we literally sheltered in place for like that first 45 days. Like Mm -hmm. we only did essential runs and it was pretty much me. Mm -hmm. My husband was working from home. So he did the working and I would kind of run out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, my kids were chilling because they were so (laughs) used to being at home. So yeah, COVID for us was a, was a different experience. Um, than most people had, but it was mm-hmm. very, like I said, I learned a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about, um, you, your mm-hmm. journey as a, you, I don't know where you want to start in terms yeah. of what came first, the book, the podcast, the radio show, marriage, kids, <laughs> you were born. <laughs> what was the last one? Did you say the one? You were born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been first. Um, so on the, on this journey, um, it's funny that, we kind of talked about this when we uh, were on the mm-hmm. uh, stage with Julie and it's being more solidified to me 
each and every day. Mm-hmm. We talked about purpose and finding your purpose. And one of the things that I had prayed for years was, God, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? I know I couldn't, I just felt that restlessness because I know there was more than that mm-hmm. to me. Um, being in education, I felt like was a season. I know I was called to teach, but not for as long as I did. And that's a whole nother story, but it was for a season. And God was like, you know, I'm going to use what you learn and what I'm, you know, you learn out of this to do the next thing in your Mm -hmm. life. And I remember just not being sure what that was. And I often say this, that whatever God has gifted you in, whatever is kind of like your natural bent, your natural talent, he will use that for his glory. Mm -hmm. I'm a talker. I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a minor in English. Didn't even realize, but my English writing and things like that in college and in high school, my papers were the ones that were always read. My papers were the wow. one that were always like my professors would be like, you know, assign something and then they'd say like, we're going to read somebody's story. It would be my, I'd be sitting there and they wouldn't say the name and it'd be mine. And I'd be like, dude, I mean, it happened so many times. That's crazy. I yeah. liked writing. It mm-hmm. was easy for me. I thought everybody wrote easily, you know, people would be like, no, that's not easy for me. This, you know what I mean? Um, just a natural people person, just loving on God's people, all kinds of people, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't relegated to anything, you know, my color or just grew up in a diverse, um, community. So I had a chance to have friends. I was friends with everybody. And so I see how that led to this Yeah, because just naturally, you know, and I think sometimes we try and make it, we go into things that aren't even in our wheelhouse mm. and we wonder why we're not happy because mm. God has lent us, you know, twisted us and given us a talent that is in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because yes. maybe it's not what we thought our life should be. Well, mm-hmm. I think it's ne- a little bit of limited thinking, like thinking of a talent and thinking of it in one way versus like. You know, because same, she, hairdressing has really helped her as a minister. Recruiting has helped me as in ministry and in relationships and in planning. Like, so. I didn't you know, know you were a hairdresser. I was for Retired. 20 years. Yeah. What? 20 years. I did What? You, you can't tell by my roots right now. No. I was a hairstylist, but yes, I You're, was. No, I don't mean it like that. Your hair is no. beautiful, but <laughs> I had no idea. I honestly didn't know what you did before ministry. Yeah. I actually love hearing your story because it's very familiar to me. Yeah. Like, I know that God used that season in my life to prepare Absolutely. me for, for where Absolutely. I am now. There were times where I was like, why am I still doing this? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But, but hindsight was like, mm-hmm. the, he was preparing me. Mm-hmm. All of it was preparation. Mm-hmm. I used All to have people come into the shop and they'd be like, I feel like I just went to church. <laughs> All the time. Or I feel like I just, people tell me their business. Yeah. Like I'm at the checkout at Jimmy John's and I'm like, <laughs> why are you telling me this? Yeah. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like literally mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. telling me their business. And I used to always say, God, man, am I called to counsel? You know, yeah. but being in ministry or being in like, I, I, I feel like, you know, am I in ministry? But yes, you know and I'm yeah. saying? What we do, no matter how like different it is, mm-hmm. you know, you were talking about hitting I know, things, I know. So. I I'm like, bam, um, bam. I, um. Well, and that's what the word says. We're all able able ministers and so um and as we're ambassadors yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah. i think that's that's important i when you were saying that people just come to you i was thinking about i was telling her the other day i went to a birthday party and i was sitting down it was like a mingling situation so there were people mingling everywhere but i sat down at the table with an old friend that mm-hmm. I, I hadn't seen in a minute and we hadn't really caught up and uh she just told me she told me stuff she's never told anybody right and i was like 
Right. Uh, and so <laughs> we we uh, we talked through it, and she was like, "I know who to come to if I need to talk." And I was like, "Okay, but now we gotta like <sighs> pull it together." <laughs> We're yeah. over in a corner crying. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> There's something about um, the light that is Christ and the genuineness mm-hmm. with it. People are really drawn to mm-hmm. it. We dismiss that. We dismiss the love of God. We dismiss the love flowing through us. But mm-hmm. it is real and it mm-hmm. is tangible. And people know when you're legit mm-hmm. and when you're playing church. Right. You know, that's <laughs> right. important because I, I, I was thinking like, because I, I, I want to be liked. Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, that's I do. Same. But, but, it, but when you just said that is what it made me think like she came, she came and told me something that she'd never told anybody because I, I was sitting there as a representation of Jesus in that moment where she just felt like she could lean in and, good. and, mm-hmm. and share. And it wasn't even, yeah, that's just really That's cool. good. I think it's, it's taking the time to look up and, and see the people who are around you. That's what's so important is just, I think we get you know, talking about how COVID kind of just like mm-hmm. slowed everything down. We get so busy mm-hmm. with life that we don't look at the people who are in front of us, even at the grocery store or mm-hmm. wherever. So taking the time to, there's a lady at, that works at the Walmart um, down the street from my house yeah. who every, I, I love her so mm-hmm. much because she's just always so intentional yes. to just make a connection while she's checking you out at the store. And, and that matters to me. Like when mm-hmm. I first moved here, it made me feel at home. And so I think just taking those, the time yeah. mm-hmm. to be who we're called to be mm-hmm. um, and get outside of ourselves to show the love of Jesus to people. Well, Absolutely. it offers, it, it gives you the ability to offer, mm-hmm. to, to hear perspective. And that's what changes the, re- that's what renews your mind is hearing mm-hmm. perspective. Jesus was relational. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was all about relationships. And we were talking, you were asking me about the book. Um, I've yes, divi- thanks I, for keeping us on track. <laughs> no, because there's a point I'm making. You're so silly. It has God when He gave it to me. He gave it to me in three parts. Like I, He gave it was so crazy. He gave me all these devotions, but there was just like no. I didn't see the consistency in them because they were all over the place. In my opinion, I was like, Lord, how do I put this together? And he gave me the three parts, the spiritual, mm-hmm. the mental, mm-hmm. mental, and then the relational mm-hmm. part. And so he was reminding me how we're spirit, soul, and body. And yeah. all three of those areas, in order to have a healthy person, all three of those areas need to be ministered to. So good. And yeah. so relationally, like you said, people are touched relationally when we come to them and we are the hands and feet of Jesus and we come to them and we show the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that without touching people. You mm-hmm. can't do that without being relational. That's why that lady, her intentionality touched mm-hmm. your heart mm-hmm. because it was relational. It wasn't just, oh, this is the word and you need to do yeah. this. And the Bible says, right. You know, we can right. do that all day, but yeah. people won't listen to you until they know that you truly care, that you truly aren't just mm-hmm. there to try and get another number. Cause I've right. seen that too. Right. And y'all know yeah. if you've been in the kingdom, for any amount of time, you know, and I'm saying, you know what I'm talking about. And so, um, people can sense that Mm -hmm. and they know when it's real and they know when it's not, but the relational part, God kept saying the relational part, you got to hit that part Mm -hmm. because that's, what's missing a lot too. And that's how we can even talk when we get into the racial unity, that's a big part of it. The relational part, you got to be willing to, you know, reach out and touch. Exactly. Reach out and touch. He gonna, Come on, girl. He gonna cut that out. But anyways, <laughs> no, that's in there. That's gold. That's what we call podcast. He's gold. like, what? <laughs> did she just sing that? Yes, she did. <laughs> okay, so from a timeline perspective, mm-hmm. um, how long have you been married? It will be 
12 years this year. Congratulations. That was a good year for us. Was it 12? No. They're all good 11 years. years. 19. Hold on. Lord, hold on. <laughs> yeah, 12 years. I'm sorry. Had to, had to go back. Sorry, baby. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, after a while, you're just kind of like, woo, we've been together. We've been together 15. Okay. So that's right. Okay. So, yeah, it was 12. 12 married, 15 together. Okay. So you, um, and, and you have two Two yes, kiddos? Okay. two beautiful children. Hmm. Ryan is seven. He's a boy. Ryan is seven. And um, I have to say that because Ryan is a kind of can be a unisex name. And then Naya is a little girl. She is four, turning five next month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. She's great. Um, did you, okay. so, so did you write this? How long ago did you write this? this oh, you last said, year. Yeah, you said you just cranked it out. Last year. Okay. So my kids were like a big part of that. Like I'd be writing and they'd come, you know, Naya's just the sweetest. She'd come give me a hug and they would talk about it. Like when we did our little promo for it, they were in the promo, you know what I'm saying? Because they were so excited. My mommy's book is here. You need to buy it. It talks about Jesus. It talks about God, (laughs) you know? Um, So they really were, they saw it and they, they've even seen the whole thing with the podcast. They know, they even knew y'all. They were like, I said, did y'all hear the, um, the ladies that uh, were on, did you get to see that? And they were like, yes, the two ladies and da da da. And they were talking about that the other night. And they were like, yeah, they listened in. So they're funny. Um, They said the two, the white lady and the Hispanic, the Spanish lady, they thought (laughs) one of you were Spanish. I think it was you probably because you had dark hair. But anyways, but I'm, I'm, I'm but you're really the, (laughs) I'm Hispanic. Yeah. My, my dad is, I'm first generation U.S. My dad sort of, I guess half of. So is Vizcaya, isn't that Italian? (laughs) No, it's Spanish. Really? But that's his name. That's his name. I'm Ojeda. And my dad is from Mexico and, um, I, you know, I, 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 not, so I was thinking about all of, yeah. all of this, yeah. where we are in the country. That's so funny that we keep going into these right, right. conversations. Go I ahead, can't yeah. help it. No, it's, but it's, it's right. right. Yeah, it is. I was like, I'm just going to say, because my, my six children are like, oh yeah, da, 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 da. but that's not a big deal to them because mm-hmm. yeah. we have friends in every color. Right. Sure, so we're sure. going to get to that too, but go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just, I, you know, I, I grew up, um, I grew up with light skin, mm-hmm. but I have a Mexican last name, mm-hmm. and I was the only one in my family. My parents divorced when I was little, so my parents moved me from Dallas, and we went. My mom and stepdad, and we moved to this remote town in West Texas mm-hmm. um, that was uh, predominantly Hispanic, half and half Hispanic and white, and um, and so a lot of derogatory mm-hmm. things toward Hispanics. And I'm the only one in my household that is Hispanic. Um, did you deal with the fact that because you don't look as Hispanic, people would think you were completely oh, white yeah, and say yeah. things about Hispanic people to you? Yeah. And, and I grew up too. not thinking it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it is. I didn't grow up. I just, and, and, um, it wasn't until later on in life that I became proud of my heritage, mm-hmm. but there was a time when I carried some shame about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember being, I was, I, my very first little boyfriend broke up with me mm-hmm. because I was Mexican. Mm-hmm. And I and I was telling her this morning, like when I think about that from a mother's perspective, like if my yeah. child would have told me that, yeah. I think back to my mom and she didn't know what to do. Yeah. She didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. She didn't know how to feel. She mm-hmm. didn't know how to address mm-hmm. it. Like she didn't mm-hmm. know how to have a conversation. And I, I think about now why I think the church has been silent, why I think people have been silent and maybe, and I can't speak for the white community. Mm-hmm. That's what, as a whole. That's funny because that's one of the things I was going to say. I don't speak for the black community. I can just speak to my right. experience. Yes, yeah, so I but, hear you. Go but ahead. My experience <laughs> is that, and what it seems like is that they just, people people who do have um, a desire and a heart 
to see things change, haven't known what to say, yeah, haven't known how mm-hmm. to have a conversation. And these few weeks have, have uh, provided that, provided mm-hmm. the platform for people to go, okay, I can't, okay, I, that's how I would say that. That's exactly what I would say. Or, oh my gosh, that's what I was thinking. And they said it just how I wanted to say it. And to me, it's been so liberating. Something interesting you just said was, as a mom, mm-hmm. now I can see how different that would be. You can empathize because of the position you're in. Mm-hmm. It's That's hard good. to empathize whenever mm-hmm. you've never been in that position. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mm-hmm. think that because so many white people have never been in the position that mm-hmm. a lot of people of color are saying, mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. And it's a convert. You know, it's easy to say unless you're in my shoes and all that kind of stuff. But with this, and, and I feel like a lot of people still won't get it. Because mm-hmm. they're just really just not going to, they're just not willing to. Mm-hmm. But with what this has done is put it in your face and right. said in so many different ways. Because I've seen so many different posts. The one I saw this morning, there was a white lady with two white sons. And she said, I'm a mother and I'm holding my white sons. And I'm thinking about the fact that if somebody put their knee on my son's neck mm-hmm. for eight minutes and 56 seconds, I would burn this whole city down Mm. until justice was served. Mm. So from a mom's perspective, Mm -hmm. she's seeing it different now. Mm -hmm. And she said, and I I'm getting it, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but it took that Mm -hmm. because we don't have the conversation. Not only do we not have the conversation, we're, we're not able to have the conversations. Why? I'm here with you guys now and we're having this conversations. But if you never have people of color at your house, they mm-hmm. never sit at your dinner table. You never go anywhere with them. Your children don't interact with them. It's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Same with me. If I never have white people in my house and we never have these conversations and they never see any other perspective, it's never going to happen. So I was going to talk about that when you said, you know, about racial justice. What can we do to help? The first thing is, and like I said, I can't speak for the black community, but one big thing is because we know our God is relational. You've got to start there. Yeah. You cannot go to church with people of color and then never be around them outside of Sunday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because when these kinds of things happen, it's still them. And then there's you. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you've intermingled and these have become like, you know, if, if, my child has come to your house and you know, Ryan, like, you know, your son, Mm -hmm. if something were to happen to Ryan, you'd feel that Mm -hmm. it would be different than just, Oh, that's Angela's kid. And it doesn't affect me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Or the way, you know, me, if I got pulled over and I got beat down, you'd be like, not Angela. Right. Why? Because we know you, you know me and there's a connection. That's right. Mm -hmm. And too, too long. We have not been connected on more than a superficial level. So when I tell you it's not your problem because you go back home to your community that Mm -hmm. looks like you, that's Mm -hmm. maybe lily white, that might be completely lily black. I mean, you know, let's go both ways. But but also lives like you, Mm -hmm. goes to the restaurants you go to, goes to the, goes to the stores Mm -hmm. you go to, Mm -hmm. goes, you know, lives like Mm -hmm. you. It's, it, it goes beyond even looks like you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. But one of the reasons I think that, um, certain friends of mine that are getting it and they're getting it quick, um, is because of the community we grew up in. Mm-hmm. I went to their house. Mm-hmm. They went to my house. We had, mm-hmm. you know, sleepovers and things like that. And that goes back to the relational. Mm-hmm. So whenever somebody, when this comes out, it's like, oh no, not my 
you mm-hmm. know, friend, yeah. not my. And so it's easier for them to see. We're dealing with a generation of people that 50 years ago were still oppressed, oppressed under Jim Crow, under separate, mm-hmm. but you know, separate, but not equal whites only blacks only. That's, that's mm-hmm. my mom's generation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're not died out. They're still here. So that, right. that system, that belief system that, you know, even though we're diversified in churches and things like that, that, that system is mm-hmm. still very ingrained mm-hmm. in a lot of people that even say, Oh, but I love God. Right. You know, right. It says if you love God and you hate your brother, they don't, but they don't see it as I hate my brother. Mm-hmm. They see it as, and so right now it's just more about of a heart check. You know what I'm saying? I've been saying that like yeah. we have a lot that we need to repent of as a nation and that's just one of them. And yeah. I believe our eyes are being open because like I said, until we, as the body judgment begins at the house, of the Lord, mm-hmm. he's got to clean us up first mm-hmm. because we can't go out here and say, we're the light. Mm-hmm. And we got all this right uh dirt in the closet or right. dirt sweeped up in the corner because the world's not going to be changed by that mm-hmm. the world is changed by the pureness of the gospel yeah but if we're presenting a tainted gospel that has all these little secrets in the closet right you know what i mean exactly i don't know if that makes sense it but makes sense it definitely makes sense um a few months ago so my husband teaches at christ for the nations mm-hmm. in dallas and one of his students uh who's a black man he is a pastor uh-huh. in the dallas area he was talking to Derek one day. I don't. I think they were talking about race relations and things. And he he told Derek. He said, "My reality is that if I get pulled over, I immediately have to turn on my video camera because I have to protect myself." Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Cat about that the other day, and I just said, I, "That would never even mm-hmm. like cross my mind yeah. that to have to do something like that." Mm-hmm. And those kind of things have to change. Yeah. It just has to change. And, and how many of you were only made aware that it was to the extent? Right. Because this one finally, finally, people are like, boom, we're putting it in your face. Mm-hmm. We've been honestly saying this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it goes right. way back to even before right. Trayvon Martin, but that was the big one. And mm-hmm. I remember people on my timeline arguing with me about whether or not this boy deserved to die. Mm-hmm. Because um, Crystal's, yeah. per- I, I, I watched mm-hmm. Crystal's post. Yes, that's right. You saw me tag you incorrectly. No. <laughs> anyway, um, when I when I uh, my niece, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's uh, like, I didn't know Angela was your niece. I was, I mean, Crystal was your niece. I was like, cousin. She was like, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> I was listening. Um, but but her her I appreciated her perspective on mm-hmm. this because um, because something you said made me think of that and I've just lost my train of thought, but it was, it was, it was listening to people and, and I, I don't, I honestly never asked, Mm -hmm. just honestly never asked. And I, and I think because it's uncomfortable, but Mm -hmm. in the light of God talking to me for, for since probably January, to be uncomfortable, to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Interesting. He was getting you ready. He's getting you ready for tough conversations that are going to happen. And this is, you know, for me, this podcast mm-hmm. presents opportunities for us to talk about hard conversations, yes. but also have a good time doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, keep it light when we need to mm-hmm. and get serious when we need Absolutely. to. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be able to do that and have yeah. these, mm-hmm. these heavy heavy when necessary conversations. I rabbit trailed. We do that on this show. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Um, you were saying that um, Crystal, whenever she did her podcast, one of the things I told her, I said, I love 
how the Lord is using everybody in, mm-hmm. in his way. Mm-hmm. Because what she said and the way she said it resonated with a lot of people in a mm-hmm. different way. Mm-hmm. Than, and then what I said on, and oh. we said on our podcast mm-hmm. resonated with certain communities, certain yeah. groups in a mm-hmm. different way. You know, So everybody has their part to play um, to shine a light on this. But not only that, shine a light on God's love and, and the yes. gospel. You know, Because yeah. at, yes. at the end of the day, I always want to bring it back to him. That's yes. right. We got to make sure we get these little spots and blemishes out of the body. But at the end of the day, we're still the body. And yeah. so mm-hmm. one of the things I've always said in all my posts is like, I don't care what happens. I'm never going to be one that's going to be like diverse of uh, division and mm-hmm. promote strife sure. and promote. I'm always going to promote unity at the end of the day. And so for And for some people, that's not that isn't taken well mm-hmm. because it's like, you need to pick a side. No, I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. if I do, yeah, I'm going to pick, yes. pick the, I'm going to pick the Lord's side yeah, because right. I'm in yeah. a new kingdom. That's right. That's and right. so everybody doesn't have that understanding either. And it's hard to get to that point. You mm-hmm. truly have to have a relationship with yeah. the Lord to understand and to see the bigger picture, but go ahead. You were going to say what? Well, so I, I think it's important to be on the side of peace, justice, mm-hmm. unity, love yeah like when you're on those sides you're on the same side as jesus and he was a controversial man he was and you can still want justice and still be peaceful you can still want justice and still love god Mm -hmm. it's like why do you think that i mean it's one or the other one that's what her that's what her pot her post was about was Mm -hmm. that there this has been um it's it's sad to me that this is what has caused a a revolution a mm-hmm. revolution in thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, but she said, um, the noise is what got the attention. It is. And when we were taking she a said silent people, knee, nobody was saying nothing. Yeah. People were saying <laughs> yeah. people, Mad. there are people before that have had, that have gone uh, mm-hmm. leaders and, and, mm-hmm. and, um, public figures that have gone and tried to do this peacefully. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it wasn't, heard yeah. and so when she said that it brought me right back to my daughter which mm-hmm. i talked about mm-hmm. you know on on your show but you know I, I have a feisty daughter and she's was in this season of she she's she's so such a lovable mm-hmm. and incredible girl and but she was in this season of not feeling heard mm-hmm. and acting a fool if you will <laughs> and so Can't i they do that <laughs> and, um, won't they do it and god mm-hmm. quickly said to me she's not she's not feeling heard and it helped me to address that. But it was the noise. Mm-hmm. It, I, it was the noise that got my mm-hmm. attention. And I'm not saying it's right. Right. It is not right. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she had consequences for her behavior. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I heard somebody else say, you can pick your behavior, but you can't pick your consequences. So keep that in mind as you're... Yeah. Right. I read a quote. Um, and one of the ladies said, and this is... Let me read this. Uh, she basically said that she saw what the riots and the looting did to her city. Mm-hmm. And she said, I grieve for my city. But mm-hmm. she said, I grieved infinitely more. So she was like, I'm grieving because my whole town is down. Mm-hmm. This white lady. She said, but I grieve infinitely more for the peop- the devastation on the inside of the people, our neighbors, our brothers mm-hmm. and sisters everywhere who because of the color of their skin have been villainized, made to feel not only unwelcome and unworthy, but unsafe not listened to, not protected. Mm -hmm. I grieve for lives stolen and the families who are left to try to live again after. She said, I stand with you. I see you. I offer my tears. I mourn as you mourn. So my point being is she was like, you know, dude, I grieve for what's Mm -hmm. going on and my city is is down. But guess what? I grieve more for the people because these are God's people and what they're dealing with on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been part of the problem that I've had with a lot of the posts that I've seen from my white brothers and sisters is because they keep skimming over the the grief 
mm-hmm. of what we're trying to say. I mean, and it's been a lot of my believing friends. Unfortunately, the the friends of mine that are not believers have kind of come a little bit more like, I'm with you. I see mm-hmm. it. It's been my friends that are in the church that have just kind of skimmed and been like, yeah, but mm-hmm. really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so when she said that I'm grieving for my city and man, my hometown is torn down. But at the end of the day, I grieve more for the people that are on the inside have been torn down daily. That has been my biggest thing. If you can come out of this and be like, God, search my heart for the biases. Search my heart Mm -hmm. where I Mm -hmm. only see my child. I Mm -hmm. only see my white child, but I can't see another person's Mm -hmm. person of color's child. I only see my community, but Mm -hmm. I can't see pastors. And as the body of Christ, we're supposed to be there, but unfortunately Mm -hmm. a lot of us aren't. And it's really revealing the truth of our hearts. And either what I realize right now is either you're willing to do the hard thing and do a heart check and Mm -hmm. let God heal you and you repent and we all get it right. And don't get me wrong. I need to repent, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm not trying to vilify, you know, that's why whenever you said, um, on my podcast, you know, I want to know, and I felt your heart. I really didn't go into it right there because a y'all were my guests and I didn't want to, you know, go there for forever. I'm on your show now so I can talk a little bit more Mm -hmm. about it. But then also there's a lot of white people that have a truly like, are trying and have mm-hmm. an understanding heart. And, and, and I'm like, I get it. Re- mm-hmm. You know, you, you re- stop, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now let's just move forward. Let's, yeah. let's talk about yeah. change. You know, you don't have to keep saying over and over how sorry you are because then that can be used by the enemy too, mm-hmm. to where, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, I see it in so many different ways, but at the same time, I appreciate the fact that those that are really in Christ are really soul searching and are really yeah. heart searching. And there's a difference between that and the yeah, buts. But right. I want to be right on the conversation. I want to argue rather than right. hearing God's voice and being righteous. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, girl. I think one of the biggest uh, signs of a mature person is someone who is willing to listen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Who's not just always God running right. their mouth and, mm-hmm. and giving their opinion, Ooh, but Lord, just sitting back and listening. Mm-hmm. Um, because only when you actually listen can you learn. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can you change? Can yeah. you grow? And so I think... It does start with how can mm-hmm. we help and then listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't just be ready to have an answer. Um, and so that's the thing that God has been has been showing me mm-hmm. because I do think um, that that white people have been dismissive. Oh, that was way back. Oh, that was a Man. you know what? That when I found so out that that um, Dallas until the nineteen seventies was was still segregating. segregating. I, it was that is not that long. That's I was born in the 70s. Long ago. That is not long ago. Not long ago. Yeah. And so um, I think, you know, that's something that we have to just face the reality mm-hmm. of. This is, it. well, it's still going on. Mm-hmm. So you can't say it was from the past. This is still happening. Absolutely. So let's figure out what we can do together. I mean, Absolutely. In, in relationship. I love that that's what your, your whole... Um, Process, thought processes. It's all about everything's about relationship. It is. Our our relationship with mm-hmm. God is 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 personal, right? Mm-hmm. When we learn, when that revelation, this is not about um, what you can and can't do. This is about how much He loves you and He wants to be in relationship with you. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same mm-hmm. with all of this. Like, reach out, get to know Absolutely. someone, um, and that be that in relationship be the, with that him. Maybe the. That may be the, um, when you're trying to pick a lane and you don't know how to pick a lane, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a great lane to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, be in relationship mm-hmm. with your brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Christ and have and just lean in and listen. And listen. listen. Don't be you, dismissive like, oh, mm-hmm. it's not that bad. You mm-hmm. don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, 
girl, I could tell you some stories and we don't have time for that. But I'm like, just get on Facebook. And I've been reading people's stories and they've been putting them out because a lot of people has been cathartic. I think just to put it out and say, this has happened to me. I was pulled over and this happened to me and this mm-hmm. officer did this to me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. I can tell you things that I've personally experienced, things mm-hmm. friends of mine that have personally experienced. And those that are really wanting to lean in, like you said, are not mm-hmm. being dismissive. Something I wanted to say, um, was um last year like i said again god is so intentional he had me write the section on racial unity Mm -hmm. then i did a podcast on our show on Mm -hmm. racial unity like Mm -hmm. right after that Mm -hmm. and one of the things we talked about and i keep going back to is it starts at home it starts at home and i have we naya has a friend little blonde haired blue-eyed little girl that loves her and one of the reasons she loves her so much, and I tell her mom all the time, I'm so grateful, you know, mm-hmm. for what you're doing because she allows her to get black dolls. Mm-hmm. She lets her get black Barbies. Mm-hmm. Um, the little girl loves Naya's hair. She's not like, oh, you know, and it's like she lets her play. You know, it's all these different things that she mm-hmm. does to promote mm-hmm. racial unity. And she said, I can't tell you how many people tell me you're going to let her get that doll from people oh, at wow. her church. Wow. Yeah. Oh, people in churches, people in, you're going to let her get that doll. You know, um, I wouldn't, are you sure? You know, Mm. all of those things. And so those attitudes have to be killed in the house of Mm -hmm. God before we can really take a major step forward. And so it starts there. And I I applaud her mom because, and like, she's even like, don't applaud me because this is just what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. That's just what you're supposed to do. Exactly. You know, exactly. Show it all. You know what I'm saying? Allow your kids to have friends that don't look like them. Allow your kids to, to per, you know, look at things that aren't just like Mm -hmm. them. I mean, Mm -hmm. anyways. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, when we moved uh, from a suburb mm-hmm. <laughs> into the city, it was like uh, much more diverse. Yeah, and um, I actually was really happy that my kids, you know, yeah. had had this opportunity to see all kinds of different people mm-hmm. and be friends with all kinds of different people. Um, and even even one of Sophie's good friends was from a different religion, mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, and it's my kids, you know, I think it's just been uh, a gift mm-hmm. to them to know, like, they don't even, I mean, I can't, I, this is, I don't want to sound like braggadocious at all, but they don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't look at, they don't look at the color of people's skin. And I'm, I'm grateful for that because mm-hmm. when I grew up, it was very different. And mm-hmm. we did live in a town that was, I had a lot of Hispanic friends, mm-hmm. but, but not friends from the black community. Yeah. And so that my kids have an opportunity to be in relationship with people that don't look like them and never think anything of it. To me, I'm like grateful that this we're here, but there's so much further to go. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But look at the start. Yeah. You're willing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not closed off. You're not, no, they can't come in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? Because we, people have that. I mean, mm-hmm. you heard what Crystal said about, you know, they had to let her people know she was coming to the neighborhood because so that they didn't freak out whenever they saw a black person, you know, mm-hmm. outside. We, we live in, we live in, uh, I grew up in Rowlett. Yeah. And so, you know, mo- if you don't know about Rowlett, it's way more diverse now, but I, we grew, we moved there in 85. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were the only black people on our street. We built a house out there. So enough said. Yeah. When we moved in. Right. It was like, uh-huh. who do y'all think, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so dealing with that, um, that whole mindset, you know, that was just on my street, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I thank God because he has used me and he has used, you know, some of my friends to break down some racial barriers mm-hmm. because 
we did go to a school that was all white, but then there was that shift where there were parents that had to make the decision that, okay, I'm going to have to, I'm going to let Angela come and spend mm-hmm. the night. And I know my mom might not agree, you know, their mm-hmm. grandmother or this person mm-hmm. might agree, but I don't care, mm-hmm. you know? And so, if it wasn't for that, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying? We had, it starts somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's, you're not that far removed. You asked me if I, if I had friends that, um, approved of me because of my lighter skin mm-hmm. and the, and yes, but I remember having to have, having to keep secrets for my friends who were dating Hispanics or black, black mm-hmm. boys. They were, they were not allowed. And so I remember having to keep those guarded mm-hmm. secrets. Um, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. It's pretty personal. Um, when, when we were leaving mm-hmm. the, uh, station the other night mm-hmm. And we were crossing the street mm-hmm. and you were like, there's a cop right there. We don't need to go. And, and you, we started to walk and we were like, ah, do we walk? Do we not? Cause mm-hmm. there was a hand up and we didn't know. And the traffic, we were just waiting on the light. And then we ended up going with regardless of the hand. Mm-hmm. Cause they weren't changing by the way. Right. They were just, that was like that when we were going inside. Mm-hmm. But, um, was that a genuine experience? Like, were you afraid or was that just like, cause you, don't want to break the law because I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, there's nobody out here. Right. I literally thought nothing of it. No, I wasn't. Okay. So honestly, no, I wasn't afraid. Okay. No, okay. No. okay. I didn't think he was going, you know, but I was like, yeah, if I walk in front of him and we jaywalking, they might pull this over. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a really good question. My first initial reaction was I was about to hightail it. Then I saw him there and I'm like, if I hightail it in front of him, I mean, that's just going to give him a reason to be like, did you know you just jaywalked in front of <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah. You yeah, know, so right, I don't yeah. know. It depends on what kind of mood he's in, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. In the, you know, I, I didn't think of it like that, but that's interesting. You said that. I, well, it, and that's, and I don't that's what, so, that's but. the sensitivity that I'm feeling right mm-hmm. now is like a, just an awareness. Mm-hmm. And to be, to be quite honest, I, I, um, what helped me was another, all the crystals that are on the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> there was another, another interview that I listened to and, and, um, her name was Crystal and she was telling stories about how she she's she's half white and so she's often conflicted about where she fits in oh, yeah. to the culture yes. and um, conversation yeah. and she was just saying that but even when I'm upset about something I don't even have the liberty to be upset because then I'm labeled the angry black woman and um and I was thinking about that the heaviness of that because there's things that I'm proud of. I'm proud of being mm-hmm. a, a Mexican American mm-hmm. woman. I'm proud of my family's heritage. I'm proud to be a Jesus follower. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I never lead with any of that stuff because mm-hmm. you don't know me. And there, those are all things that people can put walls up before you mm-hmm. even meet me. Mm-hmm. So if I say I, I, if I lead with I'm a pastor, mm-hmm. people roll their eyes. They pass judgment. They put you at a mm-hmm. standard that mm-hmm. is not real. Mm-hmm. I don't lead with that ever mm-hmm. very few people in my neighborhood Even unless now. they listen to this podcast <laughs> right know that that's what we do yeah um but that's because uh because of those those mm-hmm. injustices mm-hmm. in general so so i was thinking about that and like i don't have to leave with that because uh, my skin's white what i was gonna yeah, tell you my skin's white so i don't have to you leave with that and to. i can leave i can keep my my world guarded as long as i need to but but an angry black woman can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I, and that helped me. That is really what changed my thinking. Wow. And that's why I'm like, we're all doing our parts right now. And that's what I was going to tell you is that you don't have to lead with any of those. I because know. when people look at you, 
they're going to think you're white. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, I, yeah, did, I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were Italian. I like, it's like a trick that I like to. Yeah. <laughs> I have, a, I have friends that have done that. Like they know they can, they can pass and they've mm-hmm. sat in conversations with people and gotten to really know their hearts because they think, Oh, we're allies. So I can, I let my guard down mm-hmm. and I can say this about black people. I can say this about white people. You know what I mean? Spanish people, whatever. I have friends that are really fair skinned black people that you could look at them and not know. Mm-hmm. And so they've, they've sat in conversations and, you know, mm-hmm. they think like, oh, guards down because we're chummy. You look like me. And so they'll hear people's real heart and the, wow. the, the, the racist jokes that come out, the mm-hmm. racist comments, the, mm-hmm. oh, they get, you know, yeah. It, 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 and it starts at home. My friend was just putting, uh, had just put a comment on Facebook the other day about a, a child she had. Um, she's black and she's a teacher and she had a little white boy in her class and he would come and say the most racist things. And he was nine years old and you oh know goodness. he couldn't come up with that himself. Mm-hmm. He's hearing it at home. Mm-hmm. And she was like, wow. She said at first she kind of got like, she said one day she was, he said something like, you know, black people get away with everything. They just, they just do. They just get away with everything. And she said mm-hmm. when he said that, she was like, what you know like where did that come from she said her first thought was to get really ticked off and then her friends was like girl he's nine where do you think he got that her cousin was like you know he doesn't know enough to really form that type of opinion he's hearing that at home and then she mm-hmm. said in front of a group of oh, tons of hispanic i can't wait till trump builds that wall Da-da-da, in class with the time you know you oh know goodness. he's hearing this and so that goes back to the what are we showing at home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i keep driving that home because it's gotta mm-hmm. start there if we're talking about jesus and, and your kids are not dumb if you're talking about jesus all day and the love of god and how much he came to save us and how right much red and yellow black and white but they hear you say things that are contrary right. to that or right. they see how you respond to situations and say things under your breath they pay attention mm-hmm. and so that's a bigger that's bigger than any to me than any post i could put out mm-hmm. is that if your heart changes and you allow that to seep into your children mm-hmm that's where it starts mm-hmm. so. that's so good yeah yeah i'm, <laughs> I'm like really emotional i know y'all are I, so I, funny I y'all are i'm like <laughs> <laughs> y'all were like that at my podcast and we were just laughing but i could see the moments i would be like mm-hmm. oh jesus you know the <laughs> of, the, of the but i get it I, I remember um even growing up like as we're talking about all this one of my very best friends was hispanic and she was made to feel ashamed of of her heritage. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I remember her, like every time we would go out in the sun, she would lather up in sunscreen because mm-hmm. she didn't want to get darker. Mm-hmm. And I just like, mm-hmm. that yes. shouldn't be, it oh. just shouldn't be that way. And, A lot of black women feel that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, it just, yeah. I don't know. Crazy. It's crazy, yeah. But I'm, I. so what I would want to say to you is that in case you're wondering, which I don't think you are, but in case <laughs> you're wondering if, if this is impacting change, it's impacting change. It is. It is. And One that's person why, at a time. Yeah. And we, we, we would, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I would say I, I have, I, I, I love all my black mm-hmm. friends and girlfriends mm-hmm. and families. And, um, we have mixed people in our own family mm-hmm. and I, and I, that, you know, but there was still there was yes. still change that needed to happen yes. in my heart, and I and I know that, and and so I'm so thankful. You're seeing it from a different for, lens. Uh, mm-hmm. The scriptures that that help me to remember that I I was reading Romans 12, and then the other passage the other night from first from Peter 
I don't even anyway, I need to pull all those up and we'll reference them in our in our show notes mm-hmm. because yeah. I think it's important and I but though but really there's so much um there's rich scripture and promises from God about the renewing of your mind and and just being open to partnering mm-hmm. and to leading with love and and um it's not for not do you know how how systematic and systemic racial the racial um inequalities go I'm learning that people even as believers somebody said people are okay with Jesus turning over the tables like when we talk about that but Jesus turned over the tables he was against injustice and they said and somebody said this and it was like wow because in at the root of it they believe Jesus was white so he can do no wrong Mm. because Jesus was white everything that we see Mm -hmm. everything that Mm -hmm. we every book we get He's either got the blonde hair and the blue eyes on some of them, or he's got the light brown hair and the light eyes. And mm-hmm. so my children, I had to even explain and show him them where he would have t- technically been mm-hmm. born and what he would have technically looked like, yeah. you know, because of where he was and all that kind of stuff. And that he would have been ethnic. He would mm-hmm. not have been looking like the Caesar Borgia that they actually show, right. you right. know what I'm right. saying that, right. you know, and so that's, that's systemic. That is even ingrained in our churches. Right. Mm. And so when you have seen that every day, and so that's why a lot of black people, even with Christianity, if you always defer back to Jesus was white and this is who, you know what I'm saying? Right. There is a system that has been set up to where it's always like we are less than. Mm. Where do we fit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have gotten Bibles that children's Bibles where none of the kids in the Bible, none of the angels, they're all white and blonde hair. So to show my child that he's like, well, where, you know, they're like, well, where do we fit? Mm. Are we in the kingdom? So it's so much bigger. Mm-hmm. It is so mm-hmm. much deeper. And I had to sit down and tell my kid, my child loves Jesus. He loves Jesus. But he was started drawing him real, real white with the blonde, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had to say, you know what? We're going to have a real conversation. No. Mm-hmm. that's not what he would have looked like. That's mm-hmm. not what he looks like. And it's very clear in the word. And mm-hmm. I don't care if people are going to get mad about that and say, but we have a Bible book that um, was by um, Zonder- Zonderfin and Zonderfin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love them. I actually text the illustrator. They're a publisher. Yeah. They're a publisher, yeah. Yeah. but they're illustrator. I found them on Facebook and I text mm-hmm. them because that is one of the first books that I'd seen that was pr- mm-hmm. as close to being representative like the angels were brown Mm -hmm. they had brown and white angels they had brown and white people they had brown jesus they had brown you know what i'm saying i mean he looked real he didn't look just so he looked ethnic you know what i'm saying and it looked real Mm -hmm. and ron's like oh that looks like me that little boy right there sitting on jesus laps looks like Mm -hmm. me that was the Mm -hmm. first you know because everything we get even down to the, like the Easter things they would get at school, it would be wonderful, but they would make these things and everything was, the angels were white, the shepherds were white, the dead, you know? And so you think about teaching. I know that Jesus is real and you think about kingdom, you know? And I think about, there's so many black people that have been dismiss, distrusting of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes won't open their hearts to biblical truths because yeah. of how it has been done in the church. And that's our fault as the body. Mm-hmm. And that's, cause that block Mm -hmm. so those are the things we have to deal with Mm -hmm. because there are people that won't even receive the gospel Mm -hmm. because we still have this little corner of dirt in it does that make sense i don't know if i'm being clear but it's so it's it's about searching your heart for the it's so much bigger than just george floyd you know what i'm saying and it's that's huge don't get me wrong but i'm just saying it god has been showing me how this had to it's got to seep into the body Mm -hmm. it's 
gotta get it is. there. And I believe it is. It is. I believe for those that want to hear it, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. It yeah. Is. But that's a that's a that's a good population of people that it hadn't before. I, I mean, you know, you yeah, know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. I, I just I, absolutely. I know is. exactly what you're saying. It, it's just uh, I'm 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 honored to be on this side of it. Honestly, like you just saying. I love my black friends. I have family. I love it. And I realize there were still mm-hmm. biases. We all have them. And please mm-hmm. don't let me, don't, don't sit here and think that I'm like pointing. Cause as soon as I point, the Lord was like, yeah, you got him too. Mm-hmm. It goes both ways. We need to deal with all of them. Now the difference is cause black people have them too. The difference is a whole system mm-hmm. has been set up mm-hmm. against people of color. Mm-hmm. And there's the difference, but mm-hmm. don't get it twisted. Everybody has them. One of the crystals that I listened to, <laughs> I can't remember which one said this, but they were talking about the system, systematic uh, biases. And, and um, you know, it, it depends on who was put into that. But T.D. Jakes was talking about it from, like mm-hmm. he was talking about how uh, the iPhone mm-hmm. was, the inventors of the iPhone were all white, was a white ma- mm-hmm. male team. And mm-hmm. so they, the, he has to work harder on facial recognition software because wow. it doesn't recognize a black man's face. And, um, and one of the crystals was talking about, we're set up in a right-handed society. Mm-hmm. So lefties like me don't my have, a lefty. you know, we, my, we my have to accommodate. Mm-hmm. And they were like, when you're writing on the, when you're writing on the chalkboard, you're erasing yes. it as you go. Mm-hmm. Ryan would skip, he skips, uh, numbers all the mm-hmm. time because his arm, he would miss them. Mm-hmm. And his teacher would be like, Oh, I have a tip. Cause I've been writing left-handed please. my whole life. I just turn my paper sideways. I told him to do that. And I write yeah. like this. Okay, yeah. good. I anyway. told him to do that, but he would miss questions mm-hmm. all the time because his arm wouldn't you know, I had a friend Emily that wrote like this I'm like yeah. how are you doing that y'all are so, <laughs> yeah lefties are so unique y'all are anyway, that's a whole nother thing yeah so so <laughs> there are there are biases my point is is if you can't relate to the bias of the black community the systematic biases mm-hmm. against black communities mm-hmm. think about those other biases there mm-hmm. are other biases oh, yeah. that happen mm-hmm. it, it happens for women it happens you know mm-hmm. um Mm. I just, I it, just, it's deep. It's and deep. I know that's the new catchphrase is systemic racism, stuff like that. We've been saying this. It goes so much further. I mean, it's even gentrification, how neighborhoods are built mm-hmm. to keep certain people mm-hmm. out, and how mm-hmm. in those neighborhoods, when they make a, a predominantly black neighborhood, they only put certain things. You won't find a Whole Foods, you won't find a Sprouts, you won't find certain mm-hmm. things, but you will find a liquor store or you will find a payday a, loan a, store. Yeah. Or a pond or chicken, you know, things yeah. that are Rice. contributing yeah. to, and then they don't, you know, if we don't have the, the money to go to these places and then you don't make it affordable, then we're dying from heart disease because our cholesterol is up because we're all we're eating is unhealthy foods all day and we don't have access to. So it's, it's huge. Um, TD wow. Jakes was talking about that too. Mm-hmm. And he kept throwing target in there. And I just want to say that's, that's a weird one for me. Cause I love target. And I think that that's a worldwide, but, but it was funny that that's what he was talking about. He was talking about it in, in different demographics. Mm-hmm. There's the chicken place, mm-hmm. the payday loan place, the liquor store mm-hmm. and target. He just kept saying that. What <laughs> was he saying about target? Target is target targets in all the, he was just saying that's not a, that's a play. What? I thought target was considered more upper echelon. Than, that's kind of, I was, I, I don't know. I feel like it's Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he meant. He kept saying I'm like, Target. I thought it was funny. Look, because I'd be like, I ain't going to Walmart. Look. 
don't care. But I Target, I go up, and and I don't agree with a lot of their stances. But then that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, it's like, yeah, we could yeah, go, we could go crazy. crazy right there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, girl. I but his you. point was just what you were talking what I'm about. Saying. The the de- the different demographics, mm-hmm. the the people that are putting businesses mm-hmm. in in certain neighborhoods, they do it strategically, very strategically. Mm-hmm. And then we wonder why. Why are y'all at an uproar? Why do y'all, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like because these things that are y'all are just coming privy to mm-hmm. have been happening. Let's not even get to my mom and my my uh, father-in-law who's 75, 76 mm-hmm. that have watched all of this. They've lived it. They've mm-hmm. gone from the Jim Crow, the separate, the we can't eat inside your restaurant. We have mm-hmm. to sit at the back, all of that to where we are now. And mm-hmm. so it's a lot. And so even I would say black Christians even have it even more difficult because we understand, like my mom understands mm-hmm. from a biblical perspective, you know, the, the <laughs> Yep, that was my stomach. Jen- Jennifer's stomach has comments I'm too. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. Um, the biblical perspective that you know about unity, and then but then at the same time, her experience has been mm-hmm. everything but. Mm-hmm. And so, so trying to not live offended as right? a Christian would be Absolutely. difficult. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I wish people could hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish. I mean, say that again. I mean, yeah. that is a whole nother reality. Oh, mm-hmm. living undefendable is a. <sighs> mantra at our mm-hmm. podcast at our church my at pastor our always says that mm-hmm. too oh there's a great book he always um, talks about dying dying daily because mm-hmm. then he's like you can't kill a dead man you can't hurt a dead man mm-hmm. you know and i'm like mm-hmm. oh, so easy. you know lord help because yeah it, it's not easy to do we didn't even touch your radio or, oh it's okay we kind of did because we've been on the radio but do you so you were going to tell us well i don't know are we done with that for just a minute I mean, do we have? I just, I've been thinking this whole time about uh, just for a second. Our, um, I I did this uh, parenting Mm -hmm. uh, class. Uh It was very long, lots of hours. (laughs) But the, but the bottom line was, she said, even when children throw fits, like what you were talking about, it's because they don't feel heard and they don't feel appreciated. And so, would you say, Mm -hmm. yeah, would you say that that's really the main thing is. throughout all of this is not just being heard, but being appreciated for mm-hmm. who you are and what you have to bring to, to the world and to society as a whole. Yeah. yeah. And is there some of that where there hasn't been an appreciation? Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also been not only an appreciation, I would say a depreciation mm. of our lives. Mm-hmm. Our lives ain't worth as much. I mean, you know, right. let's just look at the history. We were counted yeah. only as three-fifths for years. Mm-hmm. We were counted as property for years. Mm-hmm. That mindset has to go, and it's mm-hmm. still there in so mm-hmm. many ways. I mean, mm-hmm. we can't solve this in a in an hour, pop no. in an hour. I could bring up so many things, and we can't solve this in an hour-long conversation. And one of the things that I said is that I am very aware that this is something that won't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Right. This is something that we can't solve in the flesh. Mm-hmm. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's you know, right. this is a That's principality. Right. Racism is yeah. a spirit. I get it. Yeah. And so, but it does start with acknowledging the fact that in the natural, when I see these things, yeah. I can't be silent. When somebody makes an off-color joke that I know is mm-hmm. not... Mm-hmm. I can't just be like, oh, I'm not going to say anything, mm-hmm. you know, especially as a believer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right, or right. when my family is like, I don't like this, but da, da, da. you know, we can't, that's, that's the main thing. It's just yeah. like, you know, I think the, the not being silent and not yeah. 
being dismissive and allowing things to just kind of go as normal is gonna yeah yeah bring some change oh yeah, yeah. definitely but yeah, what were you going to say about the podcast? I'm so sorry. We no, went. no. So I let's tell sure let's tell everyone. Everything. The name of, <laughs> yeah, let's say the name of your podcast. It's called Focused with Angela Duncan. And that kind of came with the book. I mm-hmm. blamed it you know, off the book because God told me to call it Focused. And he mm-hmm. kept telling me, OMG. I, Lord, you know, I have glasses on the front. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the 2020, that wasn't even, I did wow. it in 2019. Yeah. And God kept telling me to do specific things. It's just hitting me that the whole That's 2020 so cool. and the vision and the focus, like I literally am just, wow. wow. It was very strategic and God was very strategic. Yeah. And some of the things I'm just understanding wow. why he's telling me because I'm seeing it now, but he told me to put the glasses on the front. He wow. told me to see that we needed to focus in on him and to see things through a different mm. lens. And I, I'm getting, this is just a part, Yeah. but man, wow. Okay, so where can we find your book? It is on my website at amduncangroup.com. And it's free shipping if you want to go there and find it. And y'all's podcast is also on there. Yeah. Yeah. Go there and see that too. So um, the podcast she's referring to is the episode that we did uh, on her radio show a couple weeks ago. When you said, I was going to say this earlier, when you said it's about listening, um, what here's something that is really cool because we had we had not had a conversation about any of this there wasn't time mm-hmm. we were focused on what we were going to say on your radio show mm-hmm. with the original oh, content yeah. oh yeah and so we had gone over that but we hadn't <laughs> had a conversation and so um it's it's a, a this time has allowed us to have conversation but also yes. have independent downloads from the holy spirit and so on wednesday um because i just learned of uh, blackout tuesday late Tuesday night. <laughs> um, on Wednesday, I went ahead and posted the black square, but I, I, I put, I'm still listening because I really hadn't so sorted good. out my feelings. Mm-hmm. I hadn't sorted out my thoughts. I hadn't finished hearing people. Mm-hmm. I'm still not done listening, mm-hmm. but I was still really, mm-hmm. really listening. One on, of the things on that Wednesday. I wanted to say mm-hmm. too, is that, you know, when people are saying, you know, we're seeing you and some of y'all are being silent. I see things so I'm so different. Like I can see things from so many perspectives and I thank God for the Holy spirit. But, um, just because some people are silent doesn't mean that they're not being introspective. Mm -hmm. Some people don't know what to say. Some Mm -hmm. people are doing a lot of soul searching. Mm -hmm. Some people don't want to add fuel to the fire by Mm -hmm. saying the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of things. So I can't get down with just because you don't say something, I got to delete you. I mean, or just because you're not saying something, you're not in the fight with me. Um, many people have, have, have checked on me separately Mm -hmm. or they didn't, you know, and I'm okay with that. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I, there's a lot of people that just don't know what to say, but I will say this. One of the things, and I want to end with this or say this is about racial unity. Something that the Lord showed me was coming is that we got to be careful because how the enemy can take this Mm -hmm. and use it to make it not be about unity in the spirit mm-hmm. and unity in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I said it's in my racial unity part, that anytime God tells us to unify, we always have to make sure that we unify on him. Right. He's the rock. That's right. right. So if we start partnering and unifying even racially on things that don't represent his heart, mm, that's, that's not good. kingdom. So I have to even be careful as a mm-hmm. black woman when I'm seeing racial injustice and things like that, that even with the racial things that I will partner with, that it has a kingdom yeah. agenda. Focus. And that's not an easy conversation to have mm-hmm. with certain people because yeah. it's like, you because 
you see skin and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can talk about the injustice. I can talk about my reality, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I can't unify with somebody that totally is not kingdom minded and we don't worship the same. That's right. right. Jesus, and we don't see things right? the same way. We don't way. see things the same. Does yeah. that make sense? First yeah. and foremost, God you're children had of God. Me that's put right. that yeah. little blurb in the racial unity part. And I'm like, Lord, why do you have me doing that? Yeah. Because what you're going to see is mm-hmm. people are going to start unifying under racial unity. And we're going to have all these different, mm-hmm. you know, and y'all can cut this out if y'all want to, but all these different religions coming together mm-hmm. under the guise of unity. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, no, mm-hmm. there's only one way to unify. Right. That's right. And that's in the kingdom and under Yahweh. That's right. That's right. That's right. So you got to be real careful with that that's too. Right. So like just even with, with when you're reading and when you're yep. post, you know, just make sure it's things that have the kingdom mindset too, because Absolutely. there's a lot of things that are out there that are pushing agendas that yeah. aren't kingdom that's really good you said the rock and and i was thinking i shared this we we have um we come together the first wednesday of every month Mm -hmm. in a service and it's where all of our small groups come together and um wednesday i the scripture that has helped me in times of being overwhelmed Mm -hmm. many times which is you know this country's in an Mm -hmm. overwhelmed state the black community is overwhelmed. The mm-hmm. white community is overwhelmed. Right. Mm-hmm. The brown community is overwhelmed. Everybody's overwhelmed. And there's a scripture that uh, in Psalms 2 that says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And yes. so when you said we got to go back yes. to the rock, that's what I thought of. And I just think he said, how important. On this, ro- on this rock, I'm gonna build I will church. build my church and the gates yeah. of hell will not prevail. That's, that's right. who our real fight is against. That's right. The gates of that's hell. Right. That's right. And the gates of hell will use any way to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Racism is a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Injustice is a way. You know, yeah. so we call it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We call it out. I'm don't get me wrong, we call it out. But at the same time, we build on yeah. the rock. That's good. So good. Oh um, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> One more question, sure. which we ask all of our guests. Oh yeah. And this is uh this could be loaded in this moment, right? <laughs> I mean really uh, if you could time capsule your life right now and put three things in the time capsule that you would want people to remember about this season, yeah. 10 years from now, Yeah. what would you put in there? So I said a mask. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Obviously. They'd be like, why are you putting a mask in there? Very, very much so a mask. Mm-hmm. I thought through this. And- Ooh, but I have, I have some interpretation for that. Okay. Because I'm thinking the mask represents obviously the, having to wear mm-hmm. a mask everywhere we go, but then the mask of what, what, pre-COVID presented versus taking the mask off after COVID. Mm. And there's so many people uh, uh, being unmasked with their biases and they're layered. Yeah. It's very layered. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Ahead. So Carry of on. course I said a newspaper mm-hmm. just to see, you know, today's what's going mm-hmm. on. And then I said a picture of my family in the mm-hmm. present. So where we are right now, mm-hmm. like so good, how, how we're doing. So, so yeah, good. that would be Love it. My, th- my three things. Oh my gosh. This has been really fun. Yeah. <laughs> No, we didn't laugh as much. It was a serious conversation. Listen, though, it was it was relevant. It was good. It was, and, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, I said in the pre before we aired, I called you our new friend, and um, I believe that. I believe that. Oh, absolutely. Not just no. We're not friends. We're sisters. sisters. Yeah. We are sisters yeah. in Christ, and I don't say that lightly, and I don't take that lightly. And so when I say that, I mean that, and a lot of us mean that. And we're just praying that others mm-hmm. begin to see us mm-hmm. that way. Because mm-hmm. when I say sister in Christ, I don't care. 
mm-hmm. but there's always kind of sometimes been that, yeah, you're a sister in Christ, but, and mm-hmm. I'm thankful that that, but now is starting to fade, that people are waking up and saying, mm-hmm. no, we really are sisters in Christ. When you hurt, I hurt mm-hmm. when you mourn, I mourn. Mm-hmm. And that's where I believe God has given us to. Yeah. Well, I totally just want to put out there yeah. right now that we will break bread together. Hey, man. Yeah. We will be we in each to. other's homes we and yeah. Cause you're that's where it begins. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. I'm already in your house, so, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You can hear. You're invited anytime. Our house is always open, yeah. so. Oh, we love you so much. Thank, Thank you. you for being here with this us. This has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love what you guys are doing, and I, I'm glad we all getting a partner and just mm-hmm. do what God is telling us to do. We're yeah. reaching. We're reaching. Yeah. Amen. He's using. It's good. Amen. I love being a vessel that he can use. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Awake Podcast. Holy smokes. That was amazing. It was so, such an incredible conversation and an important conversation. And I'm, uh, Jen and I are both happy to be part of that. And I'm glad to have you listen in um, on this conversation with our new friend, Angela Duncan. And go find her. We'll put all of the, all the links in the show notes. And remember to like subscribe, share, comment this. If ever before, this is a great episode to write a review on. Review us, give us five stars because we're worth it. <laughs> we love you for listening. We love you for being part of this journey with us. We don't take this off this, this, um, this platform lightly and we love you for, for being part of it with us. 